Discover how to be a better boss in the virtual world, how to get the best out of your staff, and how to perform together as a team to build your online company. Hey everyone, welcome to the ins and outs of outsourcing, where we bring you enlightenment in offline and online outsourcing from around the globe. Whether you have a VA in the Philippines or employ a web designer in India, learn how to work together with your team to be a dynamic duo, whether you have a company of two or 200. Here's your host, Esther Anderson. The episode you've all been waiting for, the one to talk about pay rates, bonuses, and in-kind rewards. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the ins and outs of outsourcing. So glad you could join us today, especially for the one question I get asked all the time, the big show me the money question. How much do you pay your staff? How long is a piece of string? Look, we'll cover a few things and talk about it, but I'm not going to tell you to pay them $5.56. It doesn't work like that, but we'll we'll talk about that today. When you employ anyone from around the world, especially from a country apart from your own, the value of their currency is very different to yours. Take the McDonald's test. How much does a Big Mac cost around the globe? I know they do this once a year in the newspapers and the cost or the value of that hamburger varies considerably. So just like the Big Mac, the common denominator is usually the US dollar. So if we all deal in that, then we can sort of start working back from those calculations back to your own currency. Obviously, for Australia, in the past couple of years, it's not been the best. So uh, it can work to your advantage or not. So we'll see as we talk about different countries. I know the value of US dollars, especially five US dollars, the value of that, according to staff around the world, is very different. For a VA in the Philippines to one in South Africa to a web designer from India to America, $5 is very different. When you're first starting out and if you're doing everything yourself, like searching for and advertising and employing this person, look at a site like Upwork or a a job board and review other candidates in the field that you're looking for. Then you can get an idea of what someone like that costs. So it may be if you're looking at the Philippines, for example, and you're looking for VA staff, the cost per hour can start from $3.50 and go up to $10, maybe even $15 an hour. Have a look at the skill set and you can sort of draw a halfway line there. When you try to work out your magic formula onto how much, you really need to work it out as start off with, do you want them full or part-time? What are the skills that they have to have? Are they experienced? Do they have any degrees? What country they come from? And language. Now, while we're usually talking about English here and English being their second language, what if you want to or you are working with, say, Chinese to Australia or you're working between German and French? Or is it that you might need someone that speaks additional languages outside their own and English? 
they can all contribute to the cost of what, you, you know, the person you're going to employ. Let's start off with a virtual assistant. Virtual assistants can be from as low as $3 an hour, US dollars, or up to $10 for very experienced, almost project managers. Now, while the value is different, if you are going for cheap, and that's in any country, be aware that it will impact on the skills or the experience of the person. And there's a reason that they're cheap. If you employ someone mid-range, perhaps $7 an hour, and you can train them over time, then you might look at giving them a pay increase. But if you just want to pay $2 and get someone that does everything on your list and work really, really well with no mistakes, then you're dreaming. You do get what you pay for. It may suit you that you have quantity over quality. Maybe it is just basic data entry or you only need someone to monitor a support desk or something that's semi-automated, that's fine. But then it may be that they need to be familiar with a certain kind of software or they're working night shift. Take all that into consideration. Then it's not just the money. What about the work environment to account for as well? Now, for us, we are at our desk by 8am and there till 5, Monday to Friday. We're fortunate as we are in the same time zone as the Philippines and we have to calculate back for America or forward to India. None of our staff are lonely at work because we're always chatting away during the day, telling poor jokes. We have team meetings, internet notice boards. We have water cooler meetings where we all chat gossip, talk about what was on TV. We have our own secret Facebook company page where we all jump on there and we acknowledge achievements or birthdays, weddings, family celebrations. And to be honest, we're all friends as well as work colleagues. I respect my staff very much and I, I know they respect me as well. Actually, in, in my case, they're, they're not just employees. They are joint venture partners in my company. We're all held accountable at the end of the day. Now, I'm not saying that every person I employed is still with me or turned out to be a superhero. I place a lot of trust in an individual. You know, you occasionally get burnt. But over time, you will develop a cohesive unit. One of the, the benefits of our staff is that they all live in a major city. So once a month, they meet up for a training session. They come from all over and we usually book a co-working location. Someone's nominated to actually BYOL, bring your own learning. They do a training, PowerPoint presentation to the course, even the juniors. And we have seen the young ones that were so nervous in the beginning learn how to present in front of the class. We shout lunch, we pay for lunch, and it's a real bonding session. And even the ones that aren't physically there, we all join in via Skype or Zoom and we spend the day on the internet. We are told in advance if we have to have any tools or they may be something that we need, you know, notebooks, printed out papers, we'll do that. So we're all in it together. Because we run our company a little bit differently, we also include training as part of their reward in the system. When it comes to bonuses, when we have a special project on, we usually, you know, it's stock standard hours, it might be a 40-hour week and, and they may do some overtime, but at the end of the project, we usually reward everyone with a bonus or something. 
special. When needed, our guys always work extra. We did have a special project where a website had to be loaded on a certain evening at short notice. And at their end, there, the developer, his internet died. So he had to go to Starbucks at two o'clock in the morning and then his computer crashed. So then he woke up a friend to borrow his computer to complete the job. Honestly, you cannot buy loyalty like that. That's somebody that certainly goes above and beyond from one to the other because they knew how important it was to the client and to the company to get this site up by first thing in the morning. We have great people working in our company and if you want to grow your company too and employing a VA might be your first step. Think about it as your team is your most valuable asset. They will never ever let you down if you appreciate what they do for you. So coming back to the dollars, how often should you pay your staff? Now, many of us are paid weekly. Sometimes now it's going to monthly. But in the Philippines, it's usually fortnightly or monthly. India, it's monthly. But if you pay it every two weeks, that's very much appreciated by setting that up. And so how do you get the money to them? How do you pay them? Well, PayPal is the most common, but there are others around like Western Union or Stripe or direct bank transfers. They can actually be more expensive. They may take longer for the funds to clear and you may have to allocate two days in some cases for the funds to get to them at the other end. So think about all that when you're putting this in place, not only for you, but when you're discussing this with them at their interview. We usually pay in US dollars, although sometimes we have paid in Australian dollars. We've calculated it out at the going rate and pay in Australian. They actually get paid in Filipino pesos at the time and the fees are minimal in PayPal. Regarding bonuses and incentives, bonuses, when you look at the different countries, there are certain standard practices, like in the Philippines, there is a thing called the 13th month pay. And when you're calculating out payroll, you may actually calculate the a 13-month pay and pay it to them over 12 months, or the 13th you can keep to pay just before Christmas. It's usually between the 1st and the 15th of December that you would pay this. So then they can purchase gifts and food for the festivities. Then if they haven't worked for you for a whole year, you may work it out, calculate out pro rata on the time that they've spent with you. But if you introduce a bonus system, make sure it's very clear what the expectations are how you can measure them if you put KPIs in place and make sure that they are achievable. And when the staff do achieve them, reward them. And even if it's a certificate or acknowledgement in a Facebook group, everyone likes to be appreciated. So that's with bonuses. But if you use incentives, it's often hard to, to send things to certain countries via post. It takes too long to get there or the post 
is quite expensive. So you may want to choose to give gift vouchers. Some of the restaurants have vouchers or you may just send a extra PayPal amount and specify what it's for. Or if you're actually going over there or you may want to reward them with an iPad or a laptop. Now that's sort of, you know, going up in the, the higher level. I do know of staff that actually have come back to Australia and one actually went to Canada and that was their bonus. They'd been with the company three years and they went to Canada for a week. So they were very, very excited about that. Just recently, we actually completed a big project and we sponsored a picnic at a beach resort and that was for everyone to take their families and their children, their partners and their children. And we had a bus pick them up uh, with drinks on the bus and drove a couple of hours to the beach and they enjoyed themselves. That was good. So thinking about it, whatever your pay rate is and wherever you employ them from and whatever your contract looks like, think about what do you want out of this relationship? Don't underpay them just because you think that's all outsourced staff are valued for because they're a cheap form of labour. Think about the value they can offer to your business overall. Give them a reason to go to work in the morning feeling needed to be part of your company and they can reciprocate back to you in ways like you wouldn't believe. Let us know how you found your VA or your web designer or what country. Did it go well for you? Did you have issues? Let us know in our Facebook group. I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you next time on our show. Head over to our website, insandoutsofoutsourcing.com to check out all the resources available for you and your team. Connect with us on Facebook and ask your questions in the group. We look forward to you joining us next time on the Ins and Outs of Outsourcing.